Welcome to the Ridgeline Podcast. My name is Wyatt Grumo, and across from me, I have Gina Grumo. And today we're going to talk on property. Ooh, I don't know how to talk. Investment property expenses that you can expect to see when owning rentals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So. What's what are some things that you as a property owner should be aware of when getting into rental properties um at for expense standpoint? That you're going to need to set aside some money so you're prepared that when the water heater goes out or um the heater stops working and sometimes those are emergency calls as well which really stinks. I know it. But water yeah, you got to and freezing are the two and fire biggest enemies of, of an investment property. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You can do way more damage waiting till Monday than you mm-hmm. would if you just Fix got it, it done. Yeah, mm-hmm. if especially like freezing pipes. Mm. I mean, you can if you can get somebody there Saturday at three p.m. Mm-hmm. versus Monday at nine eight a.m. when they open, mm-hmm. and you pay an extra. I'm not kidding. If you pay an extra three hundred more dollars for an extra two hours of labor on a weekend Mm -hmm. you're probably going to save like three grand yeah if you got some Mm -hmm. frozen pipes or something going on yeah so um you you need to be prepared for some instances where it's got might be an emergency call as well Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent um another one just like keeping money aside um a good practice for that is taking a percentage of your rent mm, mm-hmm. that you would collect and putting it in a reserve account, if you will, yep. um, and leaving that aside for any major expense that you might have to make, like a roof, water heater, furnace, AC unit, right. um, any of those crazy things. Um, from, you know, when that happens, you have something there, you're like, oh, okay. I got, you know, I'm glad I put this money aside right now and we can just pay for it and get it done with. And then I'll keep making money off of this, you know, income producing asset here. Um, another expense that you can probably expect is, um, maybe lawn care, maybe landscaping and lawn care. Yeah. Um, depending, kind of depending what you expect your tenant to take care of on the property, but um, if it's, you know, something that's multiple unit, you're going to have that expense on your own because it's it's very rare that you get somebody that does a good job mm-hmm. and cares for everybody else's space, you right. know, the common area. Um, so it's very likely that you're going to have to hire that out. And you want it to look as best as possible because that outside appeal, um, if you're vacant, Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big deal it how is. the building looks, how everything on the exterior looks mm-hmm. needs to look mm-hmm. nice. It does. It does. And yeah, that, that expense stinks. Yeah. But in multifamily, who are you going to say is, is responsible for this? Yeah. And they're going to say, well, I don't have a mower. I don't have anywhere to store it because, 
you don't have a garage with this multifamily. Um, how am I going to deal with this? So a lot of that doesn't make sense and you're going to have to pay for it to be done. Yeah. Same with snow removal. Yes. Yes. Another expense that we all hate, yes. but it has to be done. It does. Um, a, you don't want to be sued by somebody that falls on their ass, right. and B, you don't want them to fall on your a- their ass no. and break something because no. you don't operate that way. No. That's not how you treat no. people, tenants that pay for... Plus code so, for both snow removal, city code yeah. for snow removal and lawn care is that there's it's certain items that have to be yeah. done within a certain period of time, and mm-hmm. it can look at, has to look a certain way. So mm-hmm. if you're not... a you're not doing that. You're, you're going to be in violation, mm-hmm. and they'll start sending you some nuisance mm-hmm. stuff, and then they'll start Fines. doing mm-hmm. some stuff. So, yeah. it's something that you need to make sure is taken care of, right. and that might be an expense for you. Yes. Um. Utilities. Yes. We could talk about utilities. Um. Could be an expense for you. Multiple family. Um, it could be something that you offer, you pay for water or, or something, depending Mm -hmm. on how they're, you know, your building might be metered. Maybe you have to pay for that, but you can kind of combat that with rents. some to a point, to a point, but it is an expense that you might have to look at. And what happens when nobody lives in there? Then it's the owner's responsibility. So the time that someone moved out till the time they moved back in, you will have a small utility cost. Mm-hmm. Now, is the only utility in Great Falls that runs with the property is city water and garbage and sewer. But the electric and gas is not um, doesn't follow the owner or the tenant. Sorry. So, um, unfortunately, at some points, you, us as property manager have to prorate the city water ourselves. We have to do finagle that bill to make it work because the city no longer reads it at the time that someone leaves so um, yeah it's always a back date or something and it can be dicey it's it's just hard that city water bill is a pain it is a pain and you if you have to pay an extra five dollars because there's some kind of overlap or something you might just have to expect that right i mean what we see sometimes is just a whole mess mm-hmm. and it comes straight from the city of great right. falls water yeah i mean it, it does it i don't know what how else to be honest about and that. it all started because i've been doing this long enough is when they stop sending someone out to read the meter for a mm-hmm. final bill mm-hmm. when they stopped doing that all this stopped working mm-hmm. efficiently so now we just yeah it's it's a mess uh-huh. but an expense that you need to think about when owning right. rentals that could fall in your lap right is some kind of utility expense and on top of that vacancies we could talk about that mm-hmm. too overlap from tenant occupied to tenant occupied right. um you're gonna have a s- vacancy in there right. depending on how long you're off the mark you know on the market for right. uh so that's an expense you might be paying part of a month more mortgage or a full right. month or who knows um but it's an expense you got to think about yeah. too yeah so in your little reserve not only do you need stuff mm-hmm. for expenses but Vacancies. maybe you have three months worth of a mortgage just in case we've never gotten three months but now what i'm saying is that um we could have a couple week overlap where no one's in it yeah and 
as many times as I've tried to put someone in early, it has never worked. Nah. Never. Nope. Never. Nope. And and it's never so that goes on a whole nother yeah. podcast we could talk about and that's vetting a tenant. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, we have to stick to our qualifications yes. because if we go against our qualifications and the qualifications are within the Montana Landlord Tenant Act. Yes. Along with HUD. Yes. And fair housing. Yes. So we have a couple of different things that we have to abide by. Right. But whenever we have moved somebody in early trying to beat the tenant, the vacancy, right. sorry, it's never turned no. out correctly. No, it hasn't turned out good. Mm-hmm. Somebody either leaves their lease early right. or they do something they shouldn't be doing. or Yeah. No. you got to just take your time. Yep. Find the right person. Have it vacant because then you know that person's out and ready. I mm-hmm. can't promise. I can't sign a lease when someone's already still in it. Yeah. And you can't show them the property mm-hmm. and you can't. Yeah, it's just not good practice. No. It's not great no. practice. No, it isn't. So vacancy, another right. expense. Right. Um, property management is an expense. Yes. Um, but I will argue property management, that expense is going to be your best expense. Yes. It pays for itself. Oh, it pays for itself. It's just like the investment. Mm -hmm. If you, if you let it run on its own, it could fail. Yep. And it could be a bad investment. Right. It could cost you a ton of money. Mm -hmm. But if you add in a property management team Mm -hmm. in 15 years, your investment's going to not only look the same, mm-hmm. it, it'll probably improve mm-hmm. and it will have paid itself off yeah. in the meantime. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Pretty simple. It is. It <laughs> but is. it is a property managers are an expense. Yes. Um, let's see what else. I think those are just the main big ones for us that we always run into that maybe they're not prepared for or didn't think yeah, about. Yeah, I think or... so. Yeah. I think that's going to be the main points. Yeah. Um, the main expenses that you can expect when owning investment properties. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. I think yeah. that's where we'll end it. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the Ridgeline podcast. Um, if you have any questions, concerns or you're looking to get into an investment property or a rental or anything like that, um, reach out to us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram as well and on Google, um, and we'll uh, try and answer your questions as best as possible. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening.